This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie I need to bring up the issue of a 13-year-old girl in Dundalk who at this point in time is in Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital. She has been there for in around seven weeks. Um, she had, look, she's in the care of CAMS. I believe CAMS and Loudmead Mental Health Services have done everything that they can. Um, it's an acute situation. She had, uh, I'm going to call it an, an, an eating disorder combined with possibly other factors. Um, and she has been awaiting uh, a resi- acute residential care. It has been promised. Um, it has never actually happened. She was released twice. Um, once she was brought back to hospital in uh, hyperglycemic shock. And the other time she was brought back to the hospital from the point of view of she refused uh, point blank to eat. This this issue has got worse and worse. Uh, we really need a solution and we're dealing with desperation. The child has also engaged in uh, self-harm and her and her family are particularly worried about her health. They're also worried about why this is taking so long. I know Mark Ward has brought up the issue in relation to the lack of services for eating disorders and related issues, but Minister, I, I really need this dealt with. Uh, I have left this a number of weeks as I, I, I as I dealt with services and I knew that it was or I, I was on I had the belief that it was being dealt with at the, at the highest of levels but I'm literally at my wits end and we, we need to deal with this as quickly as possible. Sinn Féin TD for Loud and East Meath Rory O'Murku raising concerns about that 13 year old girl in the doll that was on Thursday uh, of last week. Rory O'Murku is on the line and a very good morning to you and thank you indeed uh, for joining us uh, Minister Mary Butler asked for details of the situation so that uh, she could uh, assess it or act on it if she was going to do that. What's happened since? Right, well, straight away, the the most important thing was I spoke to her after that um, and I showed her the detail we had sent. She had looked for a little more detail. So uh, myself and my office spoke to the mother um, and we, we got that detail to her. I've got a report back. And in fairness, it's not just a regular acknowledgement. It's an acknowledgement that we're dealing with the case and the girl was named in, in relation to it. Um, look, I, I imagine early on, and not I imagine, early on in the week, they usually have meetings in relation to making a determination on serious issues like this. 
Um, I had spoken to the minister a week before in the sense I had an issue um, I, uh, and that I would be bringing it back up to her if it hadn't got sorted. She had spoken about these early week situ- you know, um, meetings. I had hoped that this would have dealt with it last week. Um, look, all I can say is she has the full detail. It's right in front of her. She also made promises. In, in fairness, she spoke about... Um, she spoke about the 3.94 million for the national clinical program for eating disorders. She spoke that there are inpatient supports. Now, I know there's kind of a default situation when you come from certain HSE, CHO areas that you go to certain residential um, settings. But when she spoke about it, she spoke about the settings throughout the state, including Galway, Cork and two units in Dublin. And I know speaking to the family that they are happy once she gets into a place now. And I accept it has to be Hmm. on the basis of medical need and what medical practitioners decide. And capacity, because uh, I take it there's more demand on the system from what the minister said. She spoke about uh, the increase in the number of eating disorder and self-harm referrals in the course of the last year, which... Uh, again, uh, to read between the lines, I assume is linked somehow to the pandemic and the lives that we're living and the impact that's having on mental health. Well, look, we're all aware that anybody that's suffering difficulties is going to suffer even greater difficulties in the particular situation we find ourselves in. Just that added pressure, added difficulties, those releases sometimes that are there in relation to socially and connecting with family aren't always available. So therefore, what is a bad situation becomes worse. Now, in fairness to the minister, she did speak about a situation that was brought up to her and then the details weren't followed up on, right? Which obviously is is not much of it mm. might make media, but it's not. It's 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 about dealing with this situation. Look, I, I was very slow to put this in 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 the public domain, you know. Um, and it's literally, I had hoped that this would get dealt with earlier. But like mm. I said earlier, I've been dealing consistently with Loudmead Mental Health Services. I'm aware of Cam's involvement. That's particularly from you know uh, speaking with the family, and they seem to be at their wits' end no more than myself. Mm. And so Cam's for our listeners is uh, the Child and Adolescent Services. Uh, in yes, mental, health. mental health services. <laughs> yeah, no, look, we're, we're in a bad situation. See, if we deal with the eating disorders, we're, we're aware if you go through any area, you go through Loud Mead or you go mm. to the wider CHO area of the HSC, like you're going to be missing uh, even outpatient services in relation to hair psychologists, in relation to dietitians, in relation to dietary therapists and, and all those people. So therefore, the, even the facility to do preliminary earlier work before the situation gets to an acute scenario um, is is particularly bad. I've been looking for a topical issue debate in Leinster House that I haven't got specifically on mental health services for Loudmead. I'm going to follow up on it because, you know, my my belief and it's beyond the belief is that there are a number of services that we're lacking. What we're seeing here, though, is a situation when it becomes acute, when it becomes critical, that the access to inpatient beds isn't there. Look, if we talk about about mental health services in the in Loudmead, mm. we're we're operating at something like the provision is bed provision is fourteen point two per hundred thousand. The state average is twenty one point nine, and we're told that that's well below what it would need to be if you were to compare it against Germany or other European mm. states. It, it, it's it's significantly greater. So we're always suffering. It also means that okay, the services I, I, don't have the capacity to deal with it, and, yeah. and we're going to need to deal with all this. But that, first that sort of foremost, stuff does, that sort of stuff goes over our heads uh, to 
a, a large degree. But when you talk a, about an individual, this 13-year-old girl, we all understand it that little bit better and that there's somebody who's in need of help uh, and that help isn't available to them. Uh, and the minister seemed to want to help. Uh, that's what I took from her response. She said, send me on the details and we'll have a, a look at it. But there was uh, some confusion, uh, I felt, uh, in that she said that at the end of the day, it uh, really is up to the HSE. And then you were making the point that there's frustration locally amongst the HSE. Yes. Look, I accept what the minister says and her bona fides in relation mm. to wanting to deal with the issue. I spoke with her afterwards and she reinforced that. The fact that I got a speedy response when I give her the updated information, yeah, would lead you to believe that here, hopefully this will get dealt with, that, that she has the intention of dealing with it. Um, but the HSC, as far as I can see, uh, that's allowed me mental health services combined with CAMS have done everything that they've done. We are very lucky that the child at this moment in time is in Our Lady of Lourdes and getting really good care. Like I did state, there is the issue of self-harm. As she's been in there, the situation has got worse. And what I mightn't have made clear is the two times she was released were before this seven-week period and she had to be rushed back to the hospital in in, a sh- in shock, in a hypoglycemic shock or, or very close to it. And at, in the other situation, uh, it it was monitored by the services and they said this child has just point blank refused uh, to eat. She needs to be brought back in. So therefore, she is in the hospital. From she's a, a very young patient for a hospital keeping- like that. No, she's incredibly young. See, like I had to check this a number of times. I said, do I have this wrong? Is this child 13? You know, Mm. knowing that she was, but just given how critical the situation she's in, given given what she has done, as I say, particularly the self-harm situation, Mm. like I'm incredibly worried. This is a child in need of, like I said, I'm not a medical practitioner, but I think Mm. we can all accept she's in need of residential acute care to Mm. give her the best chance to get through. But uh, a a 13-year-old with a broken toe wouldn't be in Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital. They'd be in Temple Street or uh, uh, in Crumlin, I, I, I take it. Yeah, 100%. Look, yeah. we, we, we accept that the health service does not do what it needs to do. It's not fit for purpose when we're dealing with mental health. And we're dealing with a situation, like I said previously, mm. if we had all the resources, we might have been able to deal with this at an earlier mm. and an easier intervention. But we are now at a critical stage. We have a child that's in I don't want to overplay this, but yeah. she's she's in she's in particular danger. Yeah. There's serious pressure on Our Lady of Lourdes in yeah. relation to making sure that she stays safe and healthy. Is she on a um, ward? Is she uh, yes. in a shared ward? Okay, because you'd wonder uh, what impact that's having on the other patients. And I mean, obviously, the concern, the immediate concern, is for this little girl. But she she's been there for eight weeks with other patients experiencing what must be. Uh, Pretty upsetting to be looking at uh, from uh, an outside perspective. Yeah, in, in fairness, Michael, I, I need—I'm I, not entirely sure. I—I I, I okay. haven't checked that. I—I mm-hmm. I know she's she's in the hospital. I know she's been given the best of care. I—I mm-hmm. I, I imagine there's a degree of um, that the hospital is operating not only from a point of view of care, but mm-hmm. the, the discretion in relation to the other patients and, and in relation to her. And as I say, the mother can only say the best of things in relation to the care that she's getting in Our Lady of Lourdes. She also mm-hmm. said her own interaction, particularly with CAMS, is she believes they have done their absolute utmost but but there is a failure to provide the acute care that this girl needs so we just need to ensure that it happens it's now the ball is in the minister's court i 
accept what she said that she's willing to deal with it the the mother and the family are happy enough once she gets that care no matter where it is we also there was promises made particularly when Sinn Féin brought in the mental health PMB when Mark Ward did in relation to uh surge capacity that would be provided and that will and the minister also referred to this that if necessary that they would look at um at private care settings if we didn't have the space within the public uh, within the public system but again we're going to have to look at all this situation in relation to resources for inpatient and outpatient and we can't have situations like this where we're putting the hospital under pressure particularly in this particular period of covid people are obviously taking utmost care because they're afraid of what can happen Mm. we have cams and we have mental health services obviously making contact with the rest of the system from a point of view for weeks of trying to get an acute residential bed for 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 this child and and not delivering Mm. so we're having the, the resources that we have that are already under pressure are under further pressure and have failed to deliver to this point so we need this to be sorted for this particular kid and then beyond that we we need to look at the overall you know because it's just it's 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 unacceptable and and we all know what happens in a worst case scenario okay we leave it there for the moment thank you indeed uh rio marikush and faint ed for loud and east mead hi this is craig robinson from ways to win and support for this podcast comes from invesco qqq the official etf of the ncaa the future isn't scary not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.